In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast where Katie Robert, Jenny Nordback, and Melody Carlisle celebrate daring romance writers. Oh my gosh, my office is chock full of peculiar taste materials for the October shipment. Seriously, I'm drowning in cardboard over here. Our goal is to have your orders to you by October. So if you were able to get one of the boxes that ship this fall, make sure to fill out your survey with all of your add-ons and address by September 7th. Then we won't have to delay shipping. And if you want to keep up with future campaigns and other goings on, or if you couldn't back the Kickstarter before it ended and still want a chance to get a swag box, sign up for our newsletter. It includes a waitlist for any extras we have to get to fulfill order minimums on books and art. I'll include the link in the show notes. But today, Katie takes us on an Ilona Andrews journey that we ate up as she recapped Iron and Magic. Here we go. Oh, hey, pals. We've got more. It's Katie's turn. Formative books. <laughs> Mine is an unconventional choice because it's not technically a book that imprinted on me. However, mm. Kate Daniels series by Alona Andrews is like 10 fucking books long. And like the relationship is one of my favorites ever, but it stretches 10 books long and you can't pick one to cherry pick to recap that will be satisfying Ooh. So the for romance, anyone except me. It's one romance yeah. across the book. Yeah. One. Oh, hot damn. Listen, we're just getting right into it. We're going to talk. I'm going to tell you why Kate Daniels is so formative for me. And then I'm going to tell you why I picked this book related to Kate Daniels. Excellent. So back in the day when urban fantasy, I think they call it contemporary fantasy now, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter, was a thing. 
all of those series, like the majority of them, you got the strong single lady who's a badass and like, like a man, but tougher. And each (laughs) book gets progressively darker because they have to keep putting her, even if she powers Mm -hmm. up in like increasingly dire straits. And Mm -hmm. it's like, gets depressing. It gets really upsetting. Stressed out all the time reading those books. And the first two books in this series are like that, that she's like on her own. She's like, whatever. And then Alona Andrews, God bless. It's a husband and wife team. God bless them. Do a flip. And suddenly it's found family. She's gathering people because her whole thing is like, I have to be alone so that I can, I'm not putting people in danger. Like, cause you know, that's the thing. Okay. But she keeps gathering people and that's how the stakes raises because she has people she cares about that are in danger. Mm. That she's going to protect. She has to do a protect on them. Yes. And like the, the relationship is just like delightful. Cause it's like the leader of the freaking like shapeshifter pack. And he is Oh, they just banter and it's great. And it like pushes and pulls and they end up married throughout the series and like have a baby. Like it's a whole fucking thing that feels so good. Like it ends, they stick the landing at the end of the series. It's delightful. Now, where this book comes in, the book I'm recapping today is Iron and Magic by Lona Andrews. It's a spinoff from Kate Daniels. So like, spoiler, whatever. And now there's a character in the Kate Daniels series who's bad. He's bad. He's a very bad man. His name's oh, Hugh. Baddie. Is he? Uh, <laughs> and now after reading T. King Fisher, I'm like, he's a fucking paladin. Not a good paladin, a paladin <gasps> for a dark god, essentially. Because yes. the bad, the big bad very, of the Kate Daniels bad. series. Oh my Hey, Jenny, you listen, I'm already blushing. Um, <laughs> the the big bad of the Kate Daniels. So Kate Daniels is a little bit of world building. Sorry, yeah. we'll, we'll get into the book. I, I just have to like set the stage. Fine. No, no, so, I'm here for it. Give it to us. It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. The basically like there's the pendulum swing between magic and technology. And like mm. in like right now, times would be like technologies in full swing. There's no magic, it's just a trickle. But magic came back and it was a, an apocalyptic apocalyptic event. And now it swings and it shifts every couple hours or days or whatever. Like it flip-flops back and forth. Whoa. And in the process of this, this dude who is Kate Daniels' father, um, his name's Roland in this life. He's been around since like biblical times and before. Like he is oh. a god wizard type individual. He's not literally a god, but kind of is. Okay. He's incredibly powerful. He always has a warlord who is Hugh oh. until he displeased a him. A warlord, you say? And he always, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> and he always has um like a master of the dead. Like so, and vampires in this world are like scary, husky. They they, they get piloted by people. So if they're like mindless creatures that do murder, if not being piloted by a master of the dead. So oh. actually, I think that the guy's name's something else, but it's fine. So Roland has these two head folk. Okay. And the masters of the dead get flipped over a bunch. And there's only been two warlords in this this current time period. He was the second one. He did a bad. He did he did a displeasure. And so <gasps> Roland like took away all his fucking power, like that he had infused oh. him with, like just cast him out. So he is essentially a paladin whose god has cast him out. He's oh. got a void. He's been drinking himself to death Ooh. because he's got no power. Like, yeah, God turned away from you. How do you move on with your life? Like he's done all these really terrible, like a big whole lot of war crimes, a lot of war crimes. <laughs> like yeah he's a walking war crime (laughs) so we enter the story where hugh is drinking himself to death and he is drunk out of his fucking mind or hungover maybe i don't know he gets kicked awake 
by some very familiar voices and he's just like like give me the fuck alone the void is like gnawing at my fucking skull like i need to drink because <laughs> i'm too sober right now like it's it's sad honestly for you yeah but he when he was the warlord had like he was in charge of like a whole bunch of army shit but whatever but he had the iron dogs which is like his personal little mini army within the army and they are all loyal to him or were so when he left Roland, Roland discovered that they are not in fact loyal to Roland, they're loyal to Hugh. And so now good. they're being hunted by his headmaster of the dead, uh, like Landon Nez, or his last name's Nez, N-E-Z. Why aren't they still and, with Roland? Well, because it's kind of one of those things that like, he's God. I mean, essentially, like yeah, he's, yeah. he's the big, so they, what happened is, is that he had given an order that they disobeyed to do a, a big old massacre and they're like sure. no we're not going to do that and so instead he did a, a big old massacre and so which you know in the k daniel series but now yeah they're like we, we we fucking need you Hugh. we need you because they're murdering us they're fucking killing us and like we're gonna die we have nowhere to run we are we have the the fucking bags on our back we have no money we have no shelter we have nothing yeah. we are going to be murdered and Hugh, like, he does not want this responsibility. Like, he's like, no. the void, the void, the void is chewing at me. You have a new and purpose. He's like, right. But it turns out that, like, part of being one of Roland's, like, treasured few is that you essentially get immortality. And mm-hmm. so he had this best friend that they kind of, like, were brought in together and his best friend has been murdered. And so they're like, he killed Renee. I think that's his oh name. Oh my gosh. And oh so no. he was like, all right, okay. Like, I'm, I guess we're going to do this. Like, I need a fucking horse. Like, where is Nez? Like, we have to have a talk with Nez. Um, because, like, you know, they have to do the, the, the circle thing that they do with enemies. The horse is named, he gets a horse. His name's Bucky. It's, but it's like the <laughs> important part of this is that it's, Hugh used to be able to walk in anywhere and like he just had money. He just had money because he never asked where it came from because he had daddy essentially. Yeah. He doesn't have money now. And even oh. though he has these relationships with a lot of different people through the years, it's different because he can't just come in and pick one of his big black horses that's his trademark because he has a fucking trademark. Mm. He has he has to take what they'll give him. And what they'll give mm. him is a white horse that is not his normal type of horse. And also the only way that they'll give him this horse is like to like take the guy's son with him because he's, he's a little bit of a psychopath. Oh, so (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, so he was just like, fuck. He's like, my life's fucking fucked. I have 300 instead of a black horse. He's so upset about this. He's like, it it shines (laughs) a little bit. He prances a lot. And he's like, are you fucking prancing right now? Like, what are you doing? That's so funny. (laughs) You're making me look bad. Yeah. I pretty much like stop it. So they meet up with Nez and they do the kind of circle thing. And it's just like, you know, like, what are you doing, bud? Like you just drinking and puking yourself to death like that's cute and he's like yeah cool awesome but it's like they part and it's like okay he's coming for us we have to find like we need a base we need a base right fucking now Mm. we're desperate like we have 300 people to take care of well they find a base or his second in command type person's like well we found a base good news bad news Mm. and he's like tell me the good news and it's (laughs) it's it's a castle a legitimate castle okay um i can fuck with the castle right yeah. it's it's got you know the fields the freaking it's like completely self-sufficient it's in like a good location whatever the fuck that means 
<laughs> Bad news is that it's currently home. And also good news too is that Nez wants this this land for some reason. Mm. Unknown. Um, wants this land, has been trying to get the people who live there like off this land for a while now. And so they're like, hmm. They don't have a soldier base or soldier type folk on there. They they're just like peasants, essentially. Witchy gotcha. peasants. And oh. they're like, oh, they're like, they have their own baggage. So the, their problem is, is that they keep getting run out of town, like this community, because they're witchy, like, and their leader, who is, um, like, they call her the white lady, is, you know, there's mm-hmm. some, some kind of baggage there, some kind of reputation. People keep running them out of town. They cannot leave because they finally found a home and they have to stay. Like, this is yeah. their home now. Right, right, right. And they're like, cool. Like, the two second commands have been in communication and they're like, the problem is, is that they don't trust us because oh. the Iron Dogs and Hugh in particular have gone back on their word a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like mm. they've been like, yeah, yeah, yeah buddy, yeah. we'll help you out it and be allies. Consequences of your own actions, right. Hugh. Mm. And then Roland will be like, yeah, fuck them, and he's like, fuck you guys. Guess we murder everybody. And so it's like <laughs> they have a reputation, and so these people are like, we're not going to say yes to you unless there's like not only a binding contract, but like a binding contract, like say. <gasps> A marriage? Like a marriage. Like a marriage contract. <gasps> like a marriage. Like a unification of genitals. And that's where we have to leave you this week. If you want the rest of the episode, head over to bonkersromance.com slash temple and sign up at any level. You get the last episode of the month, tons of bonus content, and the Bunkers Book Club and exclusive art at the higher tiers. If you're so inclined, you can rate and review us wherever you're listening right now. It helps people find the show and it warms our thirsty hearts. And follow us on social media. We're at Bonkers Romance everywhere. Now, go enjoy your next Bonkers read. And remember, if you're going to dreamwalk, you may as well do an inception. Oh, hey, it's Temple Update time. This month, we're back on our bullshit with Katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. And I can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for Katie. Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, 
head to bonkersromance.com slash temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. <laughs> 